Rolling Dice and Taking Names is sponsored by The Broken Token, creator of high-quality gaming accessories and storage solutions. Visit them online at thebrokentoken.com. from the RDTN studios in beautiful downtown Waxhaw, North Carolina. It's the Squirrelies. And now, here are your hosts. Marty Connell and Tony McCree. Welcome to the 2016 Rolling Dice and Taking Names Squirrels. That's right. If everyone else has some type of award, so should we. So, Marty, what are the Squirrelies? The Squirrelies is the type of award show that you would expect from RDTN. We are going to have a lot of fun giving recognition to the games of 2015 that meant a lot to us. Some of the awards are normal. Some are not so normal. And we couldn't have done this without the help of our friends in the industry. Throughout this evening, many board game media personalities will be on stage tonight presenting our awards. And we just want to thank them in advance for their contribution. I mean, we have got a cast of characters here, Marty. Oh, yeah, we do. We saw many people walking in on the brown carpet. I mean, like, over here we have Rodney Smith from Watch It Played and his full entourage. Well, when I say entourage, I mean Pep. You know, in fact, I actually saw Rodney and Dan King from Game Boy Geek discussing their hair products earlier. (laughs) And speaking of big hair, why isn't that Suzanne in the crowd? Gosh, she is looking lovely tonight in her sequined gaming vest that only she can pull off. Absolutely shiny. But we can't forget about the publishers that have also shown up tonight. We have Stephen Bonacore from Stronghold Games and Ignacy Shevishek from Portal Games, Spencer Reeve and Jared Miller from Cool Mini or Not. And for those that are performing the seat filler role, please stay ready near Mr. Bonacore because you know he'll be going to the bar often tonight and we need to make sure that seat stays filled. <laughs> we do appreciate everyone being here and we hope you enjoy your gift bags, which consist of one moon pie and... Well, that, that's it. This, this really isn't a high-budget show or anything like that. That's right. Wait till they see the winner's trophy. Or should I say, lack of trophy. <laughs> well, let's not waste any more time and get to the awards. Having the distinct advantage of presenting the first Squirrely and whose energy is contagious, Dan King from the Game Boy Geek. We all love his reviews and the enthusiasm that he puts into them and carries that enthusiasm forward into this award. But we hope he understands what this award means. Unlike when he answered our rankum questions. Hello, my friends. The Game Boy Geek here. I'm honored to be a part of the Squirrelies. And tonight, I am going to be giving you the winner of the best short game. And so, the nominees are Epic Card Game, Codenames, and Spyfall. The Envelope Please. All right, we have, the winner is Suzanne from Board Game Breakfast? Wait, wait a minute, wait. Hey, you gave me the wrong envelope. This thing says best short dame. I'm looking for best short game. Sorry guys, hold on a second. Thank you. All right, the winner for the best short game is Codenames! 
Wow, Marnie, you give out our very first award and the winner doesn't show up. Yeah, Tony, it was kind of hard for CGE to get here, but I tell you, they deserve this award for this game. Codenames is one that has been on our shelves since the day it came out, and we've enjoyed it with family and friends. Such a great, short, quick game. Yeah, it's one of those games, Marty, that I am constantly being asked to play again and again, and, and I even enjoy it. So I think it's going to be a 2016 hit as well. Our next presenter is someone we all know from the hit review series, Drive Through Reviews. One of the few people that can look down on Tony, Joel Eddy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Just the Two of Us Award. Our nominees are Stronghold. This is from Portal Games and also Stronghold Games. Designer Ignacy Trebchek. Our next nominee, also a Portal game, is Ties of Time. Designer Christian Kurla. And our final nominee. Seven Wonders Duel. Designers Antoine Bowser and Bruno Catala. And our winner is Stronghold from Portal Games and Stronghold Games. Congratulations, Stronghold. Accepting the Just the Two of Us Award, the designer of Stronghold and head of Portal Games, Ignacy Chevichek. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor for me, and I'd like to thank Marty and the other guy for the award. Of course, I would also like to thank my amazing wife, Mary, for the support, and, uh, well, actually, she didn't playtest the game at all. She said the game is frightening, and I better find the other playtester, but, well, anyway, I'd like to thank my amazing publisher, Stephen Bonaparte from Stronghold Games, who was motivating me to work with a phone calls every other day for the past eight months. And, by the way, is it actually every other night phrase? Because, you know, he didn't entirely understand this old time zone stuff and he was calling me like 2 a.m. Polish time in the morning. Anyway, thank you again. Greetings from Poland. I love you. Chevyshek. Chevyshek. Ah, One day I'm going to get this, Marty. I'm going to get the hang of saying his last name. And we do appreciate Ignacy staying up late to accept his award, but it sounds like he has had plenty of practice in dealing with Bonacore on their podcast. Yeah, and I wasn't sure Joel was going to make it through the presentation. During our pre-show run-through, he was having some real difficulties. Our final nominee is Seven Wonders Tool. <laughs> 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 Poor Joel. Not sure if he is laughing at our selection or himself. 
either way, we have some very interesting dress presenters tonight, including those coming to the stage next. Well, one is dressed interestingly. I think I will let them explain. Presenting our next award is the podcast team from Blue Peg, Pink Peg, Rob and Patrick. Rob, I got to tell you, it is a great honor to be presenting a squirrely this year. Yeah, it's super excited to be here. Uh, What's wrong, buddy? Isn't it obvious... Patrick, I'm wearing a rabbit suit. I've, I've got the little watch, the little plaid vest. No, I'm, I'm, it's late. It's I'm late I know, I know, for you, a very important date, Patrick. You look very convincing as a white rabbit. I, but I, you are not dressed as Alice. Well, you are supposed to be my Alice in Wonderland. I, I understand, Rob, but we, we, we talked about this over lunch. Yeah, we did. I said, hey, I had this idea about presenting the Fashionably Late Award. I said, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I, that I, implies you were going to do it. No, if I say I'm going to do it, then I, that implies I'm going to do it. This it's, suit costs $350, Patrick. That, that suit costs 300 It's made out of real rabbit fur. That's, that's, that's horrifying, Rob. That's It's authentic. Uh, You're gonna dye your hair blonde. I, I, I don't have a problem with dressing up like like a woman. I don't have a problem with with dyeing my hair blonde. You know this. It's it's just that this is an audio media, Rob. What Nobody your- can see what we're wearing. It doesn't mean anything to any of the listeners. It's a waste of your. I was trying to. I was trying to set atmosphere. Can, Rob, can we just can we just talk about this later in therapy and just get back to the squirrelies? Now? Whatever. We will be presenting the Squirrely for the Fashionably Late Award. Those games announced in 2015, but delayed until 2016. The nominees are... Come on, dude. Can you be a little more professional? I'm going to do it for Marty and Tony. Fine. I'm not doing it for you. I understand. Do it for Marty and Tony. Okay. The nominees are Stronghold, the Golden Ages Expansion, and Porta Nigra. And the squirrely goes to... All of them! It's a tie! Well, congratulations to Stephen Bonacore. Yeah, congratulations, Stephen. Now, I gotta go see if I can get my money back on this suit. You're not getting your money back on the suit. (laughs) Accepting the fashionably late award, president of Stronghold Games, Stephen Bonacore. Hi, this is Stephen Bonacore of Stronghold Games, and I would like to thank the Academy, my mother, my father, my cat Percy, and wait a minute, I'm I'm winning a squirrely award for fashionably late WTF. What does Marty and, uh, what's his name, the other guy, think that they're doing here? I'm the pawn father. Why such disrespect? Frankly, it is an honor to win these awards, and it gives me some time to promote each of the upcoming games that just missed release at the end of 2015 and are now being released in early 2016. And what are they, the three games that these guys are giving me this great award for? Porta Nigra. Street date, January 20th. Uh, it's a Cromer and Kiesling game. It's the first game of my great designer series. And you are city building in this game. You're moving around a rondelle in the center and building at various points on the city. It has gorgeous 3D plastic pieces where you physically are building these, these towers across the city with great streamlined play. Classic Cromer and Kiesling style. Also, the Golden Ages, Cults and Cultures. Street date's the same day, January 20th. 
This expansion to my great game, The Golden Ages, just released in October. You now add a religion track to build your civilizations, and a fifth player is now possible. Some great reviews just got posted this week about the Golden Ages. And finally, Stronghold 2nd Edition. Street dates February 3rd, a reworking of the original game from 2009 by Portal Games, and now Stronghold 2nd Edition by Stronghold Games. Castle Defense, Evil Forces Invaders, good guys trying to hold them off. Hey, wait, wait, stop that music. I'm not done yet. I'm the Father. Sorry about that, Stephen, but look, we're trying to keep this show under an hour. So even though we're a podcast about board gaming, we love our movies here at RDTN. So much that every year we produce an episode all about the big summer movies. Coming to the stage, two of our good buddies who are guests on our summer movie episode from our home state of North Carolina, Dan Patrice from the Geek All-Stars and Chris Kirkman from Dice Hate Me. Hey there, I'm Dan. And I'm Chris. And we're the hosts of the Geek All-Stars. And we're here to announce the winners of the box office award for Marty and Tony. And the nominees are Jurassic World, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Mad Max Fury Road. And the winner is... Whoa, 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 wait. So Marty and Tony can't agree on what's good. They all kind of like us. Yep, so that's true. We So we do have two winners. Well... The envelopes, please. And Marty's winner is Mad Max Fury Road. And Tony's winner is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. But naturally, since we cannot interview either one of those winners, we'll interview someone from the real movie of the years, the year, Star Wars Force Awakens. So let's welcome Chewbacca to the show. <laughs> now, Chewie, we're happy to have you here. How's the reception to the movie been? I understand filming is underway on episode 8. Can you give us any spoilers? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're very happy and honored to have you here. And for the record, we both love the movie. Well, lastly, before we let you leave, Chewie, have have you heard what Tony said about the movie? Uh, Doesn't sound like you like that, Chewie. No, don't think he liked that at all. Well, back to Marty and Tony. I don't know if I'd want to make a wookie mad. You know what they can do to people's arms, don't you, Tony? Tony? Don't be such a wuss. Get out here. Man, that is the last time I give an opinion on a movie on our show. Anyway, why did you pick Mad Max? It isn't like there was any riveting dialogue during that movie. Well, that's what's so brilliant about the movie. It didn't need a dialogue. They were able to tell the story through the great cinematography and the great acting of what was going on with these characters in that fabulous world. Oh, such a good movie. And what are you going to do? You're going to argue with the Academy Award who gave them 10 nominations? Well, let me ask you, why did you pick Mission Impossible? I picked Mission Impossible. I know there were a ton of great movies this summer, and I saw them all, but something about that, it was a great movie with Tom Cruise coming back to relive that character. The suspense was there. The the action was there. The stunts were there. I just really enjoyed it, and I thought it was one of the best Mission Impossibles that ever came out. So, yeah, I know, tough, tough choices there, but I wanted to throw it to an underdog. But, but but enough about movies. This, once again, is a board gaming podcast. So 
Our next presenter is someone I just met recently in person at BGGCon and it totally decimated me in the game of Kemet. He is the host of the popular Board Game Replay YouTube series where you can see a group of friends play through a game followed by an in-depth post-game discussion. Please welcome to the stage, Matt Evans. Hey everyone, Matt Evans here from Board Game Replay to present this next Squirrely. First off, I just want to say it's an honor to be here on the show giving out this award. Thanks so much to Marty and Tony for having me on. I've enjoyed listening to this podcast for a long time and just recently was able to spend time with these guys in person at BGGCon. And I've got to say it was really just an absolute pleasure hanging out and gaming with these guys. Really looking forward to meeting up with them again. They're just genuinely good dudes. <laughs> now with that being said, let's move on to the award. The Squirrely I'm here to present is The Immigrant Song. Now, first, for those of you not familiar with this title, this is, of course, a reference to the 1970 Led Zeppelin song of the same name, which is objectively awesome. Good work, Tony. Now, this squirrely represents the best of foreign games that were picked up and published in the U.S. in 2015. And the nominees for this category are Mysterium, Spyfall, and Orleans. Now, I'm personally excited by these choices as nominees, one part because they're some of my favorites for the year, but mostly because I think it would be great to hear Marty and Tony pronounce Orleans. Now, without further ado, the winner of the 2015 Immigrant Song Squirrely goes to... Mysterium! I want to congratulate both Portal Games for bringing the Polish version over to the U.S., and of course, Asmodee for publishing the English version here in the States as well. All right, thank you so much, everyone. Take care, and remember, always double-check your phone to make sure you've got the right Uber driver. Matt, I said I was sorry. I tell you, Tony, put a guy in the wrong Uber one time at BGGCon and they never let you live it down. I, I don't think it was just that one time. If you remember, every time we were in an Uber, Matt was either between the seats or sitting on someone's lap or stuck in the far back of the hatchback. It was just uncomfortable for him. But aside from that, Marty, why did we pick Mysterium? I'll tell you, one of the reasons why is because the awesome upgraded components that came in the U.S. North American version. You have the nice, bigger cards, and the art has changed just a little bit. It's a little bit more cartoony, not as dark, so that's kind of a, a preferential choice. But the best thing, Tony, is that ghost board. That's one of the reasons we complained about the original game was the fact that it was hard to manipulate the cards from the ghost perspective. But now they've got this player board where you can stick the cards into slots and hide those from the other players. Oh, love that component. Yeah, it took place of where I cut some wood and just lined the cards up in a slot. I'll have to admit, that is a pretty awesome addition to the Mysterium game. So what's next, Marty? Before we continue, the partners from the firm of Goldsmith, Ramirez, and Dutchie will now explain the Squirrely accounting method. Hello, Squirrelies. This is Sean. And Alex. And we're from the accounting firm of Goldsmith, Ramirez, and Dutchie. We have a proud history providing accuracy, reliability, and security to a number of award academies, such as these, the prestigious Squirrelies. This is our first time counting ballots. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, but they don't, they don't need to know that. We, okay, we've got over 80 years experience providing this kind of service to the gaming awards industry. Well, actually, that doesn't make any sense. Neither of us have been alive a combined 80 years. Yeah, dude, be cool, be cool. We're not even accountants. I mean, I'm a news reporter, you're a lawyer. How does that equal two accountants? That's... That's some pretty fuzzy math for a couple of engineers. Dude, you're you're ruining this right now. Just ruining this. Can we just get through this? All right. 
Each ballot is identified by a unique barcode to ensure tracking from the committee member to our auditors. The ballots are then counted by hand for the utmost accuracy. Finally, the results are tabulated and the original ballots are placed in this locked briefcase on Alex's Where's the briefcase? Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about that. I, I posted the results on the guild in, in case we lost them. Okay, but where's the briefcase? Uh, I might have left it in the Uber on the way over. How could you do that? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just just move on. No, I'm not going to move on. There's nothing to move on to. This is literally our entire responsibility. We have nothing else to do other than deal with this briefcase, which we handcuffed to you. Yeah, I've got pretty sensitive skin on my wrist, so I... I had to take it off. You had one job. One job. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that our accounting firm has moved past the archaic need for paper ballots. And we have all of the vital squirrely information available online for Marty and Tony for their review. Oh, and hey, if you guys get an Uber from a Sea Green Sonata in Albuquerque, see if there's a a black leather briefcase on that floor. If you spot that, just, uh, you know, get it back to the Dukes of Dice. Get off the stage, Alex. Just get off. Just we're done. We're done. This is over. Wow, haven't those awards been nutty? But wait until after the break, we'll have even more squirrelies, including our game of the year. The first annual Squirrelies is brought to you by The Broken Token, makers of fine gaming inserts, such as their recently released Zombie Sod, Machi Coro Deluxe, plus many other inserts for a lot of fine games. Portal, makers such hits as Ties of Time. Legacy, Rattle, Battle, Grab the Loot, and soon to be released in 2016, Cry Havoc. And Fun Again Games, where you can go to get all your games, gaming accessories, plus those hard-to-get games from outside of North America. Our next award is presented by someone who understands that this hobby that we call board gaming can sometimes put a strain on the budget. Trust me when I say this lady knows how to budget and lives to the Confucius saying, he who will not economize will have to agonize. (laughs) Hey man, stop snickering at me. My wife, Donna. I would like to thank everyone for coming tonight to the Squirrelies. Being the better half of one half of RDTN, I must say, it has amazed me just how much money can be pumped into board games. It seems like every time I look at the credit card bill, there's an expense for a new game, a new expansion, or an accessory to enhance the gameplay. And then, when games can cost up to $100 and take in over a million dollars on Kickstarter, I feel like we are on the wrong end of this hobby. (laughs) However, how can you put a price tag on the enjoyment? Well, let me tell you how. You can categorize the games as entertainment for the family and then adjust your budget for the other family expenses. Regardless, Tony's hobby is why I control the checkbook in this house. (laughs) See, simple as that. Anyway, there are those publishers out there that have the ability to dip into your wallet time and time again. So the nominees for the Break My Wallet Award are Living Card Games by Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars Miniature Games by Fantasy Flight Games and any cool mini or not Kickstarter. And the winner is... Any cool mini or not Kickstarter. Accepting the Break My Wallet Award, Spencer Reeve and Jared Miller from Cool Mini or Not. Money, 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 money,
I'm Spencer Reeve. We're cool, man or not. And we out. Money, 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 money. Thanks. Now coming to the stage to present our next award, the punster of the podcast, the authentic alliterationist, the marshmallow filling to our moon pie, Chaz Marler of Paradise Paradise. Hello, Chaz Marler from Paradise Paradise here. And it's an honor to present the Squirrely in the Stacked Deck category. These are games that are brutally difficult, making players feel like the deck is perpetually stacked against them. Now, I must confess that it was very difficult to pick a winner for this category, mostly because I spent the last week and a half trying to figure out a way to give the award to myself. So, to help keep me honest, I'm joined by my co-presenter and daughter, V-Bug. Daddy, have you seen my pet bunny? He's gone missing. Aww. Uh, no, but d- d- don't worry, dear. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll turn up somewhere soon. Now, the nominees for the Stacked Deck Squirrely are... XCOM The Board Game, for its ruthless use of a ruthless app. The Grizzled for replicating the bleakness of life in the World War I trenches so very well. But on the bright side, the post-traumatic stress disorder that players have developed distract them from their crippling dysentery. And Legendary Encounters Predator, for beating players to a pulp so badly that the only recourse left is to run away from this game as fast as you can. Quickly now... Get to the chopper! Those are our nominees. Now, let's find out who the winner is. Are you excited? No. And the Squirrely in the stacked deck category goes to... The Grizzle! Now, unfortunately, the characters from The Grizzled couldn't be here to accept their award today because they're all suffering a myriad of devastating psychological afflictions. Accepting the award on their behalf is... me. V-Bug, quick, grab the squirrely. Accepting the Stack Deck Award, once again, Spencer Reed and Jared Miller from Cool Mini or Not. This is Jared. This is Spencer. We're from Cool Mini or Not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super happy to win the uh, Squirrely Award for the Stack Deck. Yeah. And uh, we brought in a uh, special guest to, uh, you know. A leading. Inspirational speaker. Yeah. Shy the Beef. Let's turn it over to him. Do it! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! Some people dream of success while you're gonna wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible! You should get to the point where anyone else would quit and you're not gonna stop there! No! What are you waiting for? Do it! Just do it!
Yes, you can! Just do it! Thanks, the beef, and uh, thank you guys for the award. The yeah. beef. <laughs> the beef. Do the beef. See, Marty, not only are we a family-friendly podcast, but our reward show even is family-friendly. Good job, V-Bug, and the way to keep your daddy on point. Our next presenter is the host of one of the most popular podcasts in board gaming today. From the secret cabal, a man who I can call my amigo, Jamie Keggy. Hey now, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited and I'm honored that I was asked to present a Squirrely Award. It's so much fun. We got so many of these celebrities backstage, back in the green room. I was just having a drink with Patrick and Rob for Blue Peg, Pink Peg. We were having a blast back there. And speaking of drinking... I was sitting over at the bar across the street before the show tonight, and, and this blind guy comes walking in. You never believe this. He comes walking across the floor. He sits down at the bar. He orders a beer. Bartender brings it over to him, and the blind guy says, Hey, buddy, I got a good blonde joke if you want to hear it. And the, the bartender says, Well, I see that you're blind, and, and I feel like I got to tell you that the other bartender here, she's a blonde, and the bouncer that you passed on the way in here, he's also a blonde. The guy sitting right next to you at the bar there, he's a rugby player, 6'6". And the guy on the other side, he just came from the gym. He lifts weights. Both of them are blondes. And honestly, man, I'm a blonde. So I got to ask you, do you really want to tell this joke? Blind guy says, not if I have to explain it five times. (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, you thought I was going to tell a blind joke there, didn't you? Well, I didn't. I'm not that kind of dirtbag. I didn't. I blindsided you. It was a blonde joke the whole time. Well, that's the award that I have the honor of presenting. The Blindside Award. The game that came out of nowhere. The one we didn't even know about. The one that we didn't hear the buzz about. And all of a sudden, it was fantastic. So let's get down to business. The nominees for the Blindside Award are... Stockpile, published by Navu Games. Champions of Midgard, produced by Gray Fox Games. And finally, Codenames, published by Czech Games Edition. All right, so let's find out who it is. Exciting. Exciting. And the Blind Side Award goes to... Champions of Midgard! Accepting the Blindside Award, the designer of Champions of Midgard, Ola Steinus. Hello, awesome podcasters and listeners out there. This is Ola Steinus, the designer of Champions of Midgard. Thank you. What a nice surprise, this surprise award. I want to thank my mom, my wife, and Odin, the father of all, for not sending Thor to slay me once he saw the game. Also, thank you to my two boys, who are now old enough for me to actually get some sleep and work done. But unfortunately, they're not old enough to want to test my games. I want to wonder if they ever will. I also want to thank my publisher, Grey Fox Games, for being truly awesome and for coming up with some crazy Viking names that I even can't pronounce. So now you know who to, pr- who to blame. <laughs> also, not the least, thank you to Rolling Dice and Taking Names and all the other great gaming podcasts out there, which I enjoy a lot. All right, gotta go. Expect more hybrid thematic crazy games from me in the future and some expansions bye 
Wow. Expansions to Champions of Midgard. I just, I'm so excited about that. And I hope everyone out there has gotten a chance to play the game. And a huge thanks to Olaf for making the trip tonight to receive his award. For our next reward, Tony and I felt that we should be presenters as this is the All Y'all Award. This is the Game of the Year Award as voted on by the members of our guild on Board Game Geek. And the nominees for this award are Codenames from CGE, Blood Rage from Too Many or Not, and Pandemic Legacy from Z-Man Games. And the winner is... Codenames! Congratulations to Codenames for winning the All Y'all Award. And I would just like to thank Marty, everyone in the Rolling Dice and Taking Name Guild. And by the way, if you're not a member, please be sure to join on BGG for taking the time to fill out the nominations. It was a very close race. I mean, only one vote was between the winner and the losers. Now, we come to the two awards that everyone has been waiting for. Marty's Game of the Year Award and the other guy's Game of the Year Award. Presenting my game of the year is a person who is no stranger to the board game community. This is the person who takes the time to read and understand rule books so that we don't have to because reading is so pre-YouTube. Welcome to the stage, one of everyone's favorite Canadians, the man who left his knife in my back after a game of subterfuge. Let it go, man. Let it go. <sighs> the creator of Watch It Played, Rodney Smith. Wow, thank you so much, everyone. Aren't these awards something else? What a great looking crowd that's assembled for this year's Squirrelies. I see Vassal out there, though with that tie, he'd be kind of hard to miss, I suppose. <laughs> Colby, looking sharp, buddy. The plaid tux, perhaps a tad much, but I like your commitment to your company. Now, before announcing the award for Marty's Game of the Year, I want to thank him for giving me this honor. It's not been an easy year for us. He was harboring some anger towards me after our subterfuge game. But as you can see, he even personally prepared this cold beverage for me in case I got dry on stage. What a guy. Huh, kind of an... Odd taste, a little bitter. No matter. The nominees for Marty's Game of the Year are Forbidden Stars, Blood Rage, and Ashes. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't really quite taste right. Whew. Okay, let's find out the winner. And it is... Ashes. <coughs> Marty, did you... <coughs> Poison me? It was just a game. You sneaky devil. Ashes. Game of the year. Thanks for watching. You're listening. <coughs> or whatever. Accepting Marty's Game of the Year award, designer of Ashes, Rise of the Phoenix Born, Isaac Vega. Well, you guys, uh, man, I am really, really blown away that you guys would even consider me for Game of the Year, let alone let alone uh, win. Thank you so much, Marty, for uh, playing the game and being such a cheerleader for it throughout the year. 2015 was definitely a um, year of quite a bit of great, great games coming out. So to be um, chosen is an amazing honor. And I just want to thank everyone here at Plat Hat Games for believing in Ashes and being willing to put up with me and all my craziness throughout the entire development process. Uh, I want to thank Fernanda Suarez for 
for being able to bring the Ashes world to life with her beautiful, beautiful art and the amount of work that she put in was amazing. I want to thank Dave Richards for the time that he put into the graphic design to bring those cards um, and make them and make them very, very clean and very beautiful and crisp and yet legible and easy to understand. And I want to thank Colby so much for um, being willing to sign the game and believe in the game and back the game and uh, and just to just be a cheerleader for the game throughout the process. And um, I want to thank Bob Klotz, who was my lead playtester throughout this entire process, a man who I was able to rely on so much uh, to bounce so many ideas off of and to help me really polish this game and make it what it is. And all my playtesters, to thank you so much for taking the time and putting in the effort to help make this game what it is, because without you guys, it really wouldn't be as close to what it became and i am just so grateful that uh people enjoy ashes ashes has been really close to my heart and uh i am so so delighted to see um where it is and where it's going and thank you so much marty i appreciate it thank you um is rodney going to be okay oh yeah 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 he should be recovered in a few weeks and producing quality videos again but you might notice a minor twitch here and there but he'll be pretty much 98 percent back to full health but i might need to find a new presenter for next year you think all right now that we've got the mess cleaned up on stage um the person who will be presenting my award is the fashionably dressed, the only person here tonight who can make a sequin gaming vest look good, Suzanne Sheldon. She keeps wow, the Squirrelies. It's such an honor to announce the Other Guys Game of the Year Award. And the nominees are Stockpile, Pandemic Legacy, and Champions of Midgard. And the winner is... What's this? What? We have an upset win for Mayday Mayday. Nah, just kidding. The winner is the fabulous Pandemic Legacy. That's right, people. I'm on stage. Pandemic Legacy is the other guy's game of the year. So what if you didn't think it was a surprise? I mean, it's number one on BGG. I mean, who thought it would happen so soon and so quick to get there? I mean, my heavens, who didn't think it wouldn't be there? It's an incredible game, and we all know that. And we also know of all the squirrelies tonight, this is the main squirrely. I don't care what the rest of you people say. I don't care that everybody else won these awards. This is the main game. I'd also like to remind those that are still playing where I finish, you might want to go ahead and buy another copy, for it may yield different results, even though all the surprises are gone. They also say that both the blue and the red box are the same. You might want to buy the other color. Just saying. Hint, hint. Would also remind you that Season 2 will be here before you know it, as well as the other games that will be out soon, like Chronicles by Mr. Davio. Then there is always the many expansions that you can go out and pick up and make Pandemic the base game, just like the Legacy game. It just keeps adding and adding to your Pandemic enjoyment. Hey, hey, what's that? Marty, don't you start playing me out. You can do that to Bonacord, but not me. I'm not done here. Don't, don't. Don't you turn, get your hand off that switch. Don't you turn off my mic. I said, don't you turn off my mic.
Well, that concludes the first annual RDTN Squirrelies. Turn off my mic, Willie. Where is Rodney's water? We'd like to thank all those that contributed to this year's award show and hope that they'll be willing to return next year, provided they fully recover. Well, as always, keep rolling dice and taking names. We'd like to thank all those important people that helped us out on our award show tonight. First, Jamie from The Secret Cabal, who you can find at thesecretcabal.com. Suzanne at 425Suzanne. That's her Twitter handle. Chris and Dan from DiceHateMe.com and TheGeekAllStars.com. Rodney Smith from his YouTube channel, Watch It Play. Joel from his YouTube channel, Drive Through Review. Chaz from his YouTube channel, Paradise Paradise. Sean and Alex from the Dukes of Dice at DukesOfDice.com. Matt from his YouTube channel, Board Game Replay. Patrick and Rob from Blue Peg Pink Peg at BluePegPinkPeg.com. Finally, Dan King from GameBoyGeek.com. We also like to thank our award acceptors, Steven from Stronghold Games, Ignacy from Portal Games, Isaac from Plat Hat Games, Olaf from Gray Fox Games, and Spencer and Jared from Cool Mini or Not. Man, we were killing them with our jokes tonight. They kept telling us, stop, stop. No, I think it was for some other reason. R- really? Why do you think that? Because it started just as we walked out on stage. Oh! <laughs> Ha 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 ha!